back to another episode of Teresa Tells All. I'm your host, Teresa, and I just recorded like a good two, three minutes of footage before I realized that the chair I was sitting on was creaking so much, and I just knew I was going to get in the background of like all the audio, and I wasn't going to be able to fix it because I'm not very like good at editing like the footage so far. And um, I knew like the mic probably wasn't blocking out that noise because it's not that good. So I decided to just sit on the floor. So I'm just going to restart everything I was talking about. Basically, this episode is going to be just a life update episode, talking about like what I've been up to these past two weeks since I haven't recorded in a while, and um, some books I've been reading, shows I've been watching, um, and my morning routine, talking about like all of my favorites. My first favorite is drinking espresso lattes. Usually I would just like go to like a coffee shop and buy one. But I got my espresso maker back from where I go to college in D.C. and I can make lattes again. So I made one this morning with frothed oat milk. Okay, so a long time ago, my brother got me the Morocco milk frother for my birthday, I believe. And you can get it on Amazon. And it's basically just like a pitcher that you put onto this electric frother. And then it froths up your milk really easily. And it's way better than like the handheld ones that are that look kind of like a whisk, so I highly recommend this milk frother. It's also really good for making matcha. Basically, my family moved to Florida from Boston, and so we needed to like drive up our car in order to like pack everything and then just like move out of the house. And we're also gonna be like staying in this house for the rest of the summer until like we sell it. So I drove up with my brother in one car and we stopped in a bunch of different places like on the way from Florida to Boston since it's like it would be like a 24 hour straight drive if we did it all at the same time. We stopped in um, some different places where my brothers live like um, Florida, Atlanta, where I go to college in DC, picked up some stuff I left there for the summer and then me and my brother drove to New Jersey and that's where my cousins and my grandma live so I was just with their I was just with them for like six days and that was really good I got to spend some time with my cousins and I read a lot during that time so I'm gonna be talking about the books I've been reading so on the road trip it was definitely really important that you have like something in the background while you're driving because if you're driving like for like hours on end with no distractions then you get like really zoned out and that's not good when you're driving. So my brother and I were listening to 1984 on audiobook. And if you're going to read a classic book or something like that, you should definitely listen to it on audiobook because the narrator is just like really bringing the characters to life. And even like the pages and pages of like descriptions that authors always do, it isn't as boring when it's someone reading it to you. And the narrator for 1984 was really good, and he, like, did different voices for each of the characters. Yeah, it was Simon Preble on Audible, and we listened to his version of 1984 because if you sign up for the free trial, then you get, like, one month of free audiobooks, but it's, like, a limited selection, so... You can't listen to any book you want. It's mostly just like classic books. So that's why we were listening to a classic. And then next I think I'm going to listen to um, Animal Farm by George Orwell, which is the same author. And it's like kind of like same concepts in it as well. The other book I read recently was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
And this was a really good read. I think I was recommended this by BookTok. So basically, like, on TikTok, they have, like, a bunch of different books that are recommended by pretty much everyone. And this was, like, one of the really popular books on TikTok. So I decided to give it a try. And it's about... I think I talked a little bit about this in my last episode. But I really liked the vibes of, like, old Hollywood in it. Because it's, like, this um, actress from the 60s, I believe, telling her life story to this reporter who's going to, like, make a book out of it. And it gives, like, really good descriptions of, like, what old Hollywood was like, all the clothes, all the glamour, and then also, like, how hard it was, like, behind the scenes. The main character was kind of annoying, but that was, like, kind of the point of the book because it's showing, like, how beauty and fame is and everything, and, like, she still, like, was, like, not, like, a good person. I also liked how it had the possibility of an unreliable narrator because if she's telling the story, then, like, there's a possibility that, like, some of it could just be, a, like, a straight-up lie. Also, I found, like, the parts with, like, the reporter, it was basically told from the perspective of the reporter at some points and the perspective of the actress at some points, and I found the parts with the actress, like, way more... Her name's Evelyn Hugo. I found those, like, way more compelling than the ones with the reporter, obviously, but so I just found her chapters like a little more slow moving. But overall, I would rate the book like four stars out of five. And 1984, I would give probably three out of five just because it was really long-winded at parts. And if I hadn't been listening to it on audiobook, then I probably would have not liked it a lot more. And it would have been like way harder for it to get through if I wasn't just listening to it all at the same time while I was driving. The last book I read lately was It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. This is four out of five stars, and let me tell you why, because I didn't go into it knowing anything about it, and I think that's better, so if you're planning on reading this book, maybe just don't listen to what I'm about to say and just like skip through this part of the episode, but I just read it because um, I think I was listening to the Pretty Basic with Alicia Marie and Mr. Remy Ashton, like that podcast, and they said, or Alicia said, like she read the book and she loved it. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'll give it a try because I was at a bookstore when I was in New Jersey and I was just like, oh, might as well get the book, you know, try it out. Finished it in two days. It was just really eye-opening for me, like learning about what it's like, again, spoiler alert, learning about like what it's like to be in an abusive relationship and then like how it can be like so hard to leave that situation because I had never really thought about like why someone would like stay in an abusive relationship when like they knew it was bad for them but this granted like a great perspective on life and um I recommend it to anybody it was a little similar to the storyline I didn't really agree with because um some parts I like felt frustrated at the main character because she's like in this terrible situation and she felt it felt like she was like kind of justifying it to herself which like from an outside perspective it's really easy to see like that wasn't what she should be doing but I think the whole point of the book was just to like make you empathize which empathize with her situation and know that like it's not always like black and white in these like abusive relationships but that was like frustrating to read from an outsider's perspective and then also so there's this guy atlas like who's her first love in the story and at the end of the book like during the epilogue she ends up with him but like that just felt really rushed because it felt like she had just gotten out of like the bad situation 
with her like main boyfriend of the book and then she was just like running back to this other guy but yeah I felt like that wasn't like fully developed enough for me and they just like got together at like the last minute in like the epilogue but I liked them together so I'm not complaining. All right now I'm going to be moving on to the shows I've been watching this summer and I've only watched two shows and I'm not even done with them so I watched the Stranger Things season four on Netflix and I have one more episode so I can give my thoughts on the season as a whole but not really like the ending of it because I'm gonna watch the last episode today but I think it's pretty good I don't even remember like what happened in the first three seasons so I can't really compare it to those but I think like as a season by itself it's pretty like compelling like watching it I don't really like think much of the storyline I just like like the different jokes like the characters like bouncing off of each other and um the villain in this season is good he's like really scary and I don't really get scared that easily but there's been like a couple jump scares that have been kind of frightening for me and it's been bringing negative energy into my dream space so we love that I don't like Mike and Eleven together I feel like it's one of those couples that you just want it to happen so bad like in the first few seasons and then when they finally get together it's just like boring that's the kind of the same thing as in like Vampire Diaries when like you wanted like Damon and Elena to be together so bad and then they get together and it's just like okay well they're just like boring characters now and um what was the other show that they do that in? Oh yeah, um, Gilmore Girls, which I'm going to talk about next. Lorelai and Luke, I always wanted them to be together in like the first few seasons and I know it's going to happen eventually because I've seen like all the spoilers like on the internet and stuff, but once they get together I just know it's not going to be the same. Um, speaking of Gilmore Girls, I've been watching season four of that with my mom and Lorelai has been really annoying me this season. I know Rory's gonna kind of like go off the deep end later in the show because of like the spoilers I've seen. That hasn't really happened yet with her being like at Yale and it's mostly just like Lorelai self-sabotaging herself that annoys me and she's like too controlling over Luke even though she's not like in a relationship with him but I guess like at some point they'll get together and then the show will be boring. But that's all my thoughts in Gilmore Girls. Alright, um, now that I've gotten my favorite shows and books out of the way, I'm just going to be talking about like my morning routine for the summer, what I've been spending my days doing. And um, so I wake up, okay, I wrote I wake up around 9.30 to 10, but that is such a lie. Because today I got up at like 10.30. And that's because I go to bed so late and then for some reason my body just like craves 9 hours of sleep. And so if I go to bed at like 1, I will get up at 10. But I think what I'm going to try and do is just like go to bed earlier tonight and then that way tomorrow maybe I'll get up at like 9.30. And that is just all I want. For some reason, I just feel so lazy when I get out of bed later than 10. Even though it's not like I have anywhere to be right now because I don't have a summer job yet, which is a story for in a few minutes. I get up and I do like all of my like first part of my skincare routine, which is basically just brush my teeth, brush out my retainer, wash my face. I always use Vanna Cream face wash because I have like eczema and like acne on my face. So that's like the only thing that doesn't make me break out or like flare up. Um, so I only use that and then I put on like my acne medication and then lotion and then 
I just got a new sunscreen that is the Tula Mineral Sunscreen 30 SPF. And for a little bit, I wasn't using sunscreen because I like lost it somewhere on the road trip, but I finally got a new one yesterday. And I really like this one so far because it doesn't leave a white cast on your face and it's really easy to like blend into your skin and it doesn't leave you oily or anything like that. It just gives you a nice glow. So after I have all my skincare done, I go downstairs and I make myself some breakfast before I drink coffee because if I drink coffee on an empty stomach, I am done for. I'm just like so jittery. So I usually make the same three things for breakfast, which is avocado toast with eggs, an omelet with like bacon or, yeah, that's pretty much it, bacon and cheese, um, or oatmeal. And I mush in a banana with the oatmeal to like make it more flavorful. And then I add banana, strawberries, granola sometimes, and peanut butter is the main ingredient because it's so much protein and it tastes so good with the banana. After I eat my breakfast, then it's coffee time. So I usually drink either like the pot coffee that my family makes, which is um, Sergeant Dickerson blends from Pete's Coffee, and you can get that at the grocery store. I'll verify that that's the correct name. I either drink that or I make a latte, which I couldn't do before because I had my espresso machine like at college, but I finally got it. So today, as I said, I made a latte and it was so good. And the main thing I add to my coffee is nut pods creamer or um, oat milk. And I like to froth both of those things. So the easiest oat milk to froth I found is called the Khalifa Barista Blend and then also like the Oatly oat milk. Um, but certain oat milks are harder to froth, I found, but I just like doing that because it adds like a certain little like foaminess to your coffee. It makes it so much more fun to drink. So when I was still in Florida a few weeks ago, I was playing Breath of the Wild on the Switch all the time. And for a few days, I was like actually kind of like addicted to it, which was bad. Like I would wake up and then I would just be like, oh, I can't wait to like just eat my breakfast and drink my coffee so I can play Breath of the Wild. It's just literally so fun. It's this game on the Switch where it's one of those open world games where you can pretty much just like follow like the main quest or you can do like your own thing like throughout all of the world. The graphics are just like so beautiful and I like how you like don't have to do the main quest in order to like have fun in the game. Like the side quests are just as much fun. So you can just like explore the map and um, just like find like the treasure chest and everything and that was like so fun but I don't have my switch anymore so I'm not gonna be able to play it for like until like Thanksgiving when I go back to Florida so that's sad but that was really fun for a couple weeks I was also reading books a lot a couple weeks ago and then also like still I'm trying to find a new book to read so if anybody has any recommendations let me know I'm thinking of reading either Where the Crawdads Sing which is a retelling of To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm not sure who the author is. I'm thinking of either reading that or reading Animal Farm on audiobook. And then after I have this like whole morning routine, I go to work, which I put in quotation marks because before I was just babysitting this one family in Florida, but now that I'm back in Boston, I need to find a job here. I think I might work at an ice cream place, which I did last summer, so I'll probably be able to get the job back, but I'm honestly not too thrilled about that. But yeah, usually I would like go to babysitting, go to work, and then after I get back from that, sometimes go to the gym. About three times a week I'll go to the gym and do like either legs, upper body, or another leg day. And then I have this app, Jeffit, that tracks me, so whenever I do an exercise, like I put like how many reps and like how much weight I did. 
and it's really helpful to like set up your workout routine. And then I get back from the gym, eat lunch, something with protein, usually like a protein shake and then like a sandwich or like whatever leftovers from dinner we have and then jump in the shower. And then after I shower and everything, I finally get ready for the day because there's no really point in like getting ready just to like go to work, I feel like, or like putting on makeup or like doing your hair to go to work or like go to the gym. So this is when I finally get ready for the day. So I'm gonna tell you guys my makeup routine and then all the products I use. And then as always, these will be linked on my Instagram. So you guys can swipe up on those. So I usually do like some concealer underneath my eyes and then that's like the brightening concealer and I use the Maybelline um, Instant Age Rewinds concealer in a lighter shade. And then that really helps to like brighten up your under eyes. And then I use a darker concealer for the rest of my face to like match my skin tone and that just covers up like any blemishes or acne that I have. And then I go in with some cream contour. I've been using the Fenty Beauty Matchstick contour in the shade Truffle for a long time now. And it's kind of like hard to blend, but if you put it on a brush before, like you brush the contour onto a brush and then you brush it onto your face, it's a lot easier and like more natural to blend out. And I basically just like put down the cream contour first and then I go in with some Hoola bronzer on a bronzer brush and then I just kind of put that like all over my face to give me some color. And then next I do some cream blush on my cheeks and I was using the Glossier Cloud Paint in the shade Puff for a long time, but I finally used it up and I've had that literally since like 2020. So it was probably expired, but I finally used it up and then I tried getting like something that looked similar to it at the drugstore, which was the Maybelline Cheek Heat Gel in the shade Nude Burn. And it's really good and it's like a nicer shade for my skin tone, but it doesn't stay on your face that long, so you need to like reapply it. But it's really easy to blend out with your fingers. And then I'll do some lip liner if I'm feeling fancy that day. I just use a shade that matches my lips and I've been using one from L'Oreal and then a lip gloss. I recently got the Dior lip gloss, the Lip Glow Oil, in the shade 12, and it's so good, and it's not sticky at all, and it stays on your lips for a long time. For the eyes, I just put the Hoola bronzer I use like all over my face. I like blend that into my crease, and then I take a darker brown from just like this nude palette that I have, and I put that on like the outer corner, and I just blend that all in. And that's a really good like basic eye look you can do. Then for eyelashes, I do the Great Lash um, Maybelline Mascara. Best mascara ever. It's really good for like fanning out your eyelashes and it still like looks natural. And I don't like waterproof mascaras because I just want to be able to like wash my face to take off my makeup and it's really good for that because it just comes off with like soap and water. And then that's pretty much it for my makeup routine, I believe. Sometimes I'll go a little bit fancier with like the eyes, but like the rest of my face pretty much stays the same. And so that's just like my getting ready routine. And then for the rest of the day, I do like different stuff, like hanging out with my family, podcasting, reading, hanging out with my friends. I don't really know, but I feel like for the rest of the summer, I'm gonna be working a lot more. So I'm not gonna have as much free time as I did at the beginning of the summer, but hopefully I'm gonna be making a lot of money. So it's all good. Okay, well, that's all I have for today's episode. Make sure to follow my Instagram at Teresa Tells All and just DM me with any podcast ideas you have. I have a few more like saved up, but 
I will have all the products I mentioned linked on my Instagram stories. And I'll try to make another podcast pretty soon. I'm not really sure like what day I'll be posting frequently on, but I need to have that figured out soon. So thank you for listening and bye.